0: For this next segment, we will be talking about uh, mental health and death. It could be a trigger for uh, some of our listeners. On Saturday, the London Knights announced the death of 18-year-old centre Abakar Kazbekov. According to multiple media reports, he died Saturday morning after falling from a downtown apartment building. London police are investigating, but foul play is not suspected. The Knights, who were scheduled to play Saturday night, did not. His uh, death is shocking and tragic and could be triggering in a number of ways. It's difficult for those who knew him, of course. could also bring back memories for others who have lost a loved one. And it's a timely reminder that the holidays can be difficult for many who are experiencing them for the first time without a loved one. So if you're experiencing a mental health or addictions crisis, you can call the uh, reach-out line at 519-433-2023 or one 866 Reach out staff will help you if you're in crisis or need an appointment with a mental health or addictions professional or if you want information about community resources. Uh, Dr. Marcia Sirota is an author, speaker, coach, and psychiatrist. She joins us now to talk about this. I appreciate the time today.
1: Good morning, Devin.
0: How does sudden loss like this impact those who knew the person who, who passed away?
1: Well, first of all, I want to extend my most sincere condolences to his friends, his family, and of course his teammates. It's a, it's a terribly tragic thing when people take their own lives. And, you know, it, it leaves us with confusion, with pain, with fear, uh, with a lot of very deep and painful feelings.
0: I saw one uh, clip of uh, the parents from the Parkland shooting talking a couple of years ago about how now U.S. President Biden uh, talked to them about loss and how everyone processes it uh, different. There's no one way.
1: Yes, the thing about grief is that it's not just sadness. It's it's a whole array of different types of emotions. We could have anger, we could have fear, we could have confusion, like I said, we can have numbness, we can have apathy, we can have irritability, we can have being distracted, very distracted. There's so many different ways that we experience grief, and it's all normal. And of course, we shouldn't uh, criticize ourselves when we're going through it, because everyone has their own personal journey through it.
0: So how might this impact those who are maybe experiencing the holidays uh, for the first time with someone who's, who's not around?
1: Loss has a way of attaching itself to a time and a place and a situation. For example, we can all remember where we were on 9-11 when the Twin Towers came down. You know, when when there's profound loss in our lives, whether it's, the death or the suicide of a loved one or a a global event that's catastrophic, we all have an association with that particular thing and our loss. So for example, if something happens around the holiday season, then for holiday seasons to come, that loss is associated with it and and it, it can have an effect on how we feel about the season. Instead of being a happy season, it can become a painful season, but eventually with healing, Uh, I think we can have a different kind of reaction.
0: What advice would you have for people to maybe help with that healing?
1: Well, I think that everybody needs to give themselves permission to take whatever help and support they need. If they need a clergy person, if they need to be with their loved ones, if they need a little time alone, if they need to talk to a therapist or all of the above, you know, they should give themselves permission to do whatever they need to do to get better so that eventually this painful season can become a season where we integrate the loss into the joy and we can have something that I call bittersweet. You know, it can it can remind us of the loss, but it can also make us grateful for what we have and and we can enjoy the loved ones that Still remain.
0: There has been uh, such a focus on mental health over the past a couple of years, uh, always been uh, a stigma uh, associated with mental health sometimes. Do you find, though, that maybe that stigma is uh, changing or going away a little bit?
1: I certainly hope so. We're certainly talking about it more, which is very important. Um, I think a lot of times, though, for people who are suffering, there's still a lot of shame. And that's not necessarily because of social st- stigma. That's a lot of times because of of the mental health condition itself, which makes people feel bad about themselves. So depression, part of depression is a sense of guilt and worthlessness. Uh, So people can have that that shame about having a problem as part of the problem, which, of course, creates an obstacle to getting help. And so when we see someone who's suffering, we need to encourage them and support them to get the help they need. If we, if we notice the signs that they're withdrawing, that they're less connected to us, that they're not functioning well in their lives, we can you know, take them aside and, and lovingly support them to get the help they need.
0: I think sometimes when, uh, you know, you experience sadness, uh, maybe you want to you get rid of it. You want to push it away. You want, everyone wants to feel happy. But it's, uh, sometimes you can see a story in the news that might uh, bring those emotions back to the fore. But it's also, I think, important to like, kind of process them. Uh, obviously, you want to move on, but you've got to process them in your own way.
1: Absolutely, Devin, that's terrifically insightful. Um, you know, we do have to go through the feelings. We can't go around them or, or jump over them. We have to move through them. And if we find it too difficult to move through them on our own, there are certainly mental health professionals and, you know, all different types of helping people who can help us move through the feelings so that we can get to the other side having, you know, done real healing work and integrated all the emotions in a way that, Helps us be whole on the other side.
0: And just finally, what advice would you have for anyone who wants to maybe reach out and uh, check on a friend or uh, a loved one during the, during the holiday season?
1: I would I would strongly encourage them to do so because sometimes we're afraid to interfere or intrude, but sometimes all it takes is um, somebody checking in for a person in distress to make a different decision, maybe not act on those. Negative thoughts. So, for sure, reach out. Say, how are you doing? You know, are you okay? I'm. I'm concerned about you. And can we spend some time together? And that can that can make all the difference in the world.
0: Dr. Sirota, as always, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you much, Devin. Have a happy holiday
0: season. You as well. As uh, Dr. Marcia Sirota, author, speaker, coach, and psychiatrist. Again, if you're experiencing mental health or addictions crisis, you can call the reach out line 519-433-2023 or 1-866-933-2023. Reach out staff will help you if you're in crisis or need an appointment with mental health or an addictions professional, or if you want information about community services.